I think this had a positive effect, and I agree with some of the uh, people you've already talked with on the program. Uh, this was historic. Uh, some people have compared it to when Churchill came uh, 81 years ago. Ah, uh, yes, Hillary Clinton. You know, I always go to Hillary Clinton for, uh, like uh, CNN did last night. Hey, Volodymyr Zelensky is in town. You Democrats have been using Ukraine for money laundering for many years now. What do you think about giving him now $44.9 billion? Huh? And uh, Zelensky last night was out. Uh, he was out carousing, I think. He was, he was out in the town wearing tight slacks. He met some uh, American women. But they had to go to a national monument to get their birth control devices. That was a little disappointing for him. Didn't know that was the case. We are two wild and crazy guys. We cruise for them on our tight slacks, which give us great ball jazz. <laughs> ah, yes. Welcome to America, comrade. Comrade Volodymyr Zelensky, I'm now thanking you for the many tens of billions of dollars. I am buying very nice yacht for myself and family. Oh, we gave them the address to our bachelor pad. They had to go to the Statue of Liberty to pick up their birth control devices. See, that's, uh, you know, it's not as easy as it looks. It's more complicated. Well, happy Thursday to you, and welcome once again. We are, of course, at 888-630-9625, an absolutely toll-free telephone number. Larry Elder, you know Larry Elder, a great American fun guy. He tweeted yesterday. He's got a Twitter account, and he can tweet. And he tweeted yesterday, kind of a little bit of a joke. And Elon Musk uh, responded. Larry Elder tweeted, "If it's kind of like a joke, you know, like uh, walking to a bar joke. If Adolf Hitler, Mao Zedong, two of history's greatest mass murderers, number one and number three, and that's right, Mao is number one, Hitler is number three. If Adolf Hitler, Mao Zedong, and Elon Musk were walking down the street and you gave an American lefty a gun with two bullets, he would put both in Elon Musk. See, so he would put both in Elon Musk. Because, you know, they don't mind Hitler, they don't mind Mao, but they uh, really hate the guy that bought Twitter and wants to have free speech. The uh, Democrats are fighting to save censorship in America because they're not liberals, they're the left. But it's, uh, it's funny, so Larry Elder tweeted that out as a little joke. Well, Elon Musk saw this. Maybe it flags uh, tweets with his own name in it or something, but Adolf Hitler, Mao Zedong, and Elon Musk uh, walking down the street, give an American lefty a gun with two bullets, he'd... He'd uh, want to put them both in Elon Musk. And Elon Musk responded, and miss both times. See, and miss both times. Got a, got a rim shot there. Not bad. Didn't see that coming. And, and uh, yeah, there it is. That's uh, uh, Elon Musk doing a funny joke. He makes the funny. He does. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Ah, boy. Boy, oh, boy. And I do, I just, I love this uh, story that, well, I don't, I mean, it's absurd. It uh, points to the absurdity of the left. And uh, this is what their so-called energy policies lead to. Facing an energy crisis, Germans stock up on candles. 
and torches. You have to look out. <laughs> you know, Germans and torches. They've got some history there. You got to be on the lookout for all that stuff. So now they're going to candles because the left, you know, is bringing back a pre-Columbian Western civilization. They're anti-enlightenment. They're anti-Renaissance. These are, uh, they're not on our side. And at the same time, CNN lamented just a few days ago, the world is burning more coal than ever before, new report shows. And uh, the CNN tries to blame Putin because they're Democrat Party talking point central, right? But the uh, reality is that the demand for coal is set to grow an additional 1.2% this year in 2022. And for the first time in human history, will top 8 billion metric tons <laughs> for the first time ever. The, uh, the uh, International Ag- Energy Agency said in their latest, this is the United Nations, in their latest uh, edition of its annual coal report. They have an annual coal report. We pay for it, too. We, we pay people that work at the United Nations that for 12 months sit around with a pencil in hand saying, how much coal did they burn today? Uh, the record comes only a year after countries ad- agreed to phase down their use of coal at the United Nations. I think I pointed out at the time that they were only kidding. <laughs> they, were, they, say, they say these things, but you shouldn't believe them. And I'm pretty good at that. I've got a you know, pretty good BS detector over here. And uh, when the United Nations, they said, that, oh, yes, we're going to burn less coal. And then they walk away and get in their limousines and their private jets, and which we pay for. And uh, they fly home to their corrupt countries and they burn more coal than ever before because that's the reality of it. The lie is what the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, will tell you. The record comes only a year after countries phased down. Remember the United Nations? They met in Glasgow. Go north, you get to Glasgow. They went to Glasgow. That's in Scotland. And uh, they had a meeting. And it's a pretty place. And they all flew in different jets and stayed in uh, big hotels and took motorcades to get places. And then they said, we're going to cut back on the amount of coal we burn. And then this year we have a record, a record. But this is why the Democrats, well, why the left wants to kill everybody on the planet. The, the voluntary human extinction movement, that's one of the Democrat Party's thing, things. And, the, and, of course, you know, because it's the holiday season, they've also got the after-school Satan clubs. You know how they are. They're kind of funny. Speaking of Democrats and after-school Satan clubs, um, I don't know why that made me think of this. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> let's go to the dominatrix. You know what a dominatrix is? I, does everybody know what a dominatrix is? You know what a dominatrix is. Yeah, sure you do, of course. Everybody, well, not everybody knows, because some people have had normal lives and live normal lives, surrounded by normal people. But a dominatrix is usually a woman, but with the Democrats, that's a little bit fluid, so to speak. And it's not the kind of fluid you want to get on you. But the, uh, the dominatrix is usually a woman who dresses up in kinky clothes and beats, slaps, spanks, usually men, but sometimes women too. They may want to be tied up and abused. They're called submissives. And you want to be submissive if you have this particular mental malady. And so you go to a dominatrix or you, maybe you have a friend who's a nominate because the circles you travel in. 
And the dominatrix will dress up in, you know, skin-tight leather with uh, zippers and studs and will spank you and beat you and stuff, you know? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? See, the dominatrix will, uh, you know, you, and you usually, uh, I, I think, you pay money for this, right? And then and you go to a place, maybe a dungeon, where they have their dominatrix business, and they have submissives come over and they dress up in kinky clothes, and then the dominatrix abuses them, you know, makes them write bad checks and all and all that stuff. So um, there's a, a city of there's a city in Florida uh, called Fort Lauderdale, and they have a, a city commission, the city council, and they had a meeting at the city council city council meeting. And let me share with you the headline from Mediate. Dominatrix attends city commission meeting, city council meeting, to demand taxpayer-funded dungeon offers to spank commissioners. That's the, the headline. That's an offer. See, it's not a threat. It's an offer because Democrats. Local government meetings are usually rather dull affairs, but the public comment time at the Fort Lauderdale Commission on Tuesday took a decidedly colorful turn when a self-proclaimed mistress, a dominatrix, took the mic to demand taxpayer-funded dungeon. You see, one of the regular items on the commission agenda on Tuesday was to have a debate about the $906,500 contract for solid waste management, having nothing to do with dominatrix or, you know, um, this is BDSM, bondage, discipline, uh, masochism, and sadism, BDSM. It's another abbreviation for the Democrat Party. DNC, for example, is Democratic National Committee. BDSM, which is related, bondage, discipline, masochism, and sadism. I have that right, right? All right. So, like, I'm looking at Michael like he should know. Uh, and uh, so a woman dressed head to toe in some sort of black patent leather. It's not really, I would say it's latex. But it's a, she'll, she'll dress kind of like, um, you know, Catwoman in the Batman TV series. But with a helmet and a visor that goes over her face, kind of like uh, Gort in uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still. And a helmet, and it's uh, skin tight, and she's, uh, you know, looking, if you're into this sort of thing, very saucy, very saucy. Then she has two women dressed like uh, space aliens or something behind her, skin tight things, and they uh, have, uh, what do you call those, like, uh, you know, things. Corsets, right, corsets, exactly. Uh, on to, you know, push up their breastices and stuff which is the plural. And uh, so last night at Fort Lauderdale's commission meeting, the mistress spoke a public comment, and she wanted $250,000 approximately from the solid waste management budget to uh, support uh, dominatrixes and submissives uh, in the Broward County to uh, build a dungeon. And it uh, sounded kind of like this. Good evening, council peoples. Hi. You may call me mistress. You may call me mistress. She's dressed like... I am here standing neutral to the motion approving an agreement for the proprietary purchase of yard waste processing and disposal. She speaks fairly well. I do, however, find it interesting that you will spend almost $1 million to hide your secrets down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hiding that condom I know you used to cheat on your spouse with. What? So... I propose. Nice. What does she propose? That you use a quarter of that mill. A mill of mill. To support doms and subs in Broward County. Dominatrixes. To build a dungeon. Build a dungeon. 
created for us by us. FUBU. The taxpayers and voting citizens. Yeah, sure. In closing, do not let this glamorous look distract you Very glamorous. from doing your duty to take my demand. I look forward to spanking each and every single one of you at the new esteemed dungeon. You are dismissed. You are dismissed. Okay, thank you. Listen. And happy holidays to you. <laughs> I love the city council member. See, this is the Democrat Party has made this sort of thing normal. This is what used to be satire, what used to be like Monty Python-style satire, the Democrat Party has made perfectly normal. It's uh, pretty amazing stuff. You must tie her down on a bed and spank her. It's a You must spank her well, and after you have spanked her, you may deal with her as you like, and then spank me. And spank me? And me? And me? Yes, yes, you must give us all a good spanking. Ah, uh, yes, Sir Galahad didn't know quite what to do, but um, it was all sorted out in the end. And the uh, city council meeting in Fort Lauderdale, honestly, the Democrats have made uh, so many things that used to be like, yes, we're all individuals, you know, yes, we're all individuals. It used to be Monty Python and we'd all laugh out loud. Now the Democrats actually do that stuff. City manager, are there any districts that have a dungeon? Not that I know of. Okay, I just wanted to check. Just wanted to check. Well, you could be the first, you know. In the first in your neighborhood to get all dungeoned out, you know. That's, uh, come on, be open-minded. Uh, just uh, just amazing. All right, let's, uh, let's go. Uh, we're pinching the clock a little, but let's go to Jerry calling from Woodbridge, Virginia. Geraldo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Listen, uh... I hear you talk on the radio all the time. I, it's my favorite station. You have a really good sense of humor. And you have a really good sense of what's going on as far as what the Democrats are doing to us. But don't you think that the Democrats uh, already know what they're doing to us? And don't you think that most Republicans know they're doing it? Well, well that's... What, know is what, issue, what issue? What issue are the Republicans fighting that the Democrats don't give a damn about. All of them. They don't care about inflation. They don't care about the border. They don't care about COVID. They don't care about the cold. And they don't care about anything. What issue do they care about? Power. The Democrats, they care about power. Power over you. Power over your ability to make decisions for yourself. Power over your children. Well, what subject? What subject matter gives them that power? Uh, they have secured power, uh, a long, hard-fought campaign for information dominance, cultural dominance, political dominance. Uh, you know, they are like America's dominatrix, um, but not nearly as well-dressed. They um, Listen, I, I understand what you're saying, and the Republicans on Capitol Hill are very frustrating because they uh, don't seem uh, interested or intelligent enough to get anything done. We're still funding NPR and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Now, that's a propaganda network for the Democrat Party. But, Jerry, I got to tell you, I, I, I feel it is necessary to sound the alarm each and every day uh, as these issues pop up because there aren't enough people recognizing these things the way that you clearly recognize them um 
as being outrageous, absurd, ridiculous, uh, what should be satire, but is now in the cultural mainstream. And that's what I uh, push back at and mock every day in an effort to, you know, uh, bring out the truth. Okay, thank you, and happy holidays to you. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Many years ago, I said the goal of the Democrat Party was to make the abnormal normal while simultaneously making the normal abnormal. That was my prediction. A Nostradamus-like prediction, I must say. Let's go to uh, let's go to Phil calling from Fredericksburg, Virginia. Philip, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, uh, Mr. Plant, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Uh, look, I just wanted to say this last week, uh, the Christmas spirit really did get in uh, Mitch McConnell and uh, Charles Schumer and Joe Biden's uh, back pocket because between these three men, they gave away almost $100 billion of American taxpayer money to foreign governments untracked and unvetted. It's an amazing gift across the entire world that we aren't keeping track of and an amazing waste of taxpayer money. You notice that. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you know, look, we've got a $32 trillion national debt, which is, it can never be paid back. And they're breaking the bank uh, of Monte Carlo here. They're break, breaking the bank of the United States. And what they're, uh, the long term, if you look at the Cloward and Piven strategy, the radical left long ago decided that in order to break the back of capitalism worldwide, you had to bankrupt the United States of America. Then the planet would be uh, within reach. They could uh, clutch the planet with their claws, squeeze the life out of it. Uh, you know, and then maybe the human extinction project would be fully animated. Yeah, the, uh, and the Republicans don't speak up about it either because we're in deep. This is the Chris Plant Show. I look forward to spanking each and every single one of you at the new esteemed dungeon. You are dismissed. You are dismissed. Then I thought it was nice the city councilman to wish her. Uh, it was a very polite thank you, and then. Uh, okay, thank you, and happy holidays to you. And happy holidays to you. I don't know which Christmas carol would you convert to be. <laughs> uh, take Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. And let's go. Uh, let's go to the phones. We have, I think, a special caller. We have a special caller uh, on this subject, calling from Chicago, Illinois, listening on the great WLS. Let's go to Sloppy Worm, calling from Chicago. Sloppy Worm, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, uh, I just wanted to say, man, you are cracking me up today. I'm so glad I listen every day, but I'm so glad I tune in today for sure. Uh, this topic is... Uh, kind of hits home. I mean, I uh, I kind of did the whole the whole thing. I never uh, was on the receiving end, but um, you know, I mean, it's you just got me going today. This is great. Which the the whole thing? You mean the the 
bondage, the, the discipline. The dominatrix subjects, the, the BDSM, the, uh, the dungeons, the, you know, the whole thing. Really? And you, uh, you became, this was a hobby or a, uh, an interest and, of yours? Yeah, I would say it would be an interest of mine. Um, I mean, but when I got, when I went to one of these, with these, uh, you know, parties or whatever that they had, I thought I was open-minded, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought I was open-minded, but apparently, uh, there's a lot more, a lot more out there than uh, than what I'm into. Well, you know, sometimes you can be so open-minded that your brain falls out. <laughs> I think that's what happened to most of them. That can uh, that can be a problem. Is this uh, Chicago? Um, you had you remember there was that uh, Republican running for Senate. That uh, I think against Obama, right? Who they found was going to sex parties at clubs with his wife, and um, I'm was his name Ryan, I think. Um, but in any case, you uh, you went to these these places, and they have dungeons, and there's a lot of kind of open sex and group sex and kink going on, and a little uh, BDSM people wearing uh, dramatic clothing and spanking and and other uh, uh, associated things going on. Is that right? A lot of associated things. I wouldn't say a lot of group sex, uh-huh. but maybe that was maybe the after party. I don't know. <laughs> you didn't stay for the after you know. party? Come on, the after party. No. Like... <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, you can only uh, you can only take so much in at one time, you know. So I had my own after parties, but it was just a few people. And now you say you you're you're not into this uh, lifestyle anymore. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that's correct. You know, I mean, I'm I'm more of a private person now, and kind of keep to myself. And parties just don't uh, just don't do it for me like they used to, I guess. Yeah. So you chalk it up to. So uh, I have nothing. I have nothing against anyone. You know, I mean, do what you want to do. But sure. I mean, yeah. You know, after you try it out and find out some things just aren't for some people, you know. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Well, that seems reasonable enough. I've I've got to say. Uh, especially, you know, in this uh, Christmas season, because you know, what are you going to do? You know, uh, yeah, yeah. I would also, I'd also say maybe jingle, jingle bells would be a good one. I, that's where I was just going. As a matter of fact, uh, since you, yeah, I don't know, you, I don't know how many are jingling after you know you get, you get stepped on a few times. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> stepped on. It's a, it's a boot stamping on <laughs> oh, a yeah, face they're... forever. And is sloppy worm? Is that a uh, name that uh, that you've used in the? Uh, should I call it the community? Uh, well, I I got that uh, little nickname, I guess you would call it, before I kind of uh, got into it. But, I mean, it could work. Yeah. All right. So it's a nickname you use. It's not your license plate or anything. Illinois license plate. Look for, like, SLPY Worm or, you know, WRM, something like that. Well, it's it's. Funny you should say that because I tried to get that on my license plate, but uh, I got a letter saying that that's not going to work for them. Really? They wouldn't give you your sloppy but, worm license plate? What kind of bigots are they? They, they would not. You would think that in this, you know, this state that is uh, so blue it's unreal that um you can get anything on there. But apparently uh, sloppy worm or any variation of that is not, uh, yeah. you know... It's not acceptable. Seven letters, S-L-P-Y-W-R-M, right? That's what you tried for? Exactly. That's what I tried for. <laughs> I even I even tried to just put the, you know, S and then a space 
W-O-R-M or W-0-R-M. They said, they, they said it's too, uh, what did they tell me? They said it was too... Uh, Suggestive? I can't remember the word. It was just, it was just, it was too sloppy, I guess you might say. <laughs> Uh, all right, Sloppy Worm calling from Chicago. Listen, uh, you having uh, Christmas with the family this year? Uh, I'm going to try and uh, just probably probably stay close to home here. Um, you know, my father passed away a few months ago, so it's going to be a little bit different. But I got, you know, I have two kids and I have my grandpa around here, so probably just stick around, especially with uh, the weather. Know, you got the Big Arctic cold blast. Weather and, yeah. they're having. You were supposed to be getting uh, 18 inches of snow and now maybe two inches. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that changed all in a matter of, what, three or four hours, I think. Yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, I've got to say, yeah, uh, my uh, friend Brian in Chicago was, uh, was texting me about it this morning. He said, you know, on Monday they predicted 19 inches of snow for Chicago. Uh, and then on Tuesday, they revised it to 12 inches of snow. On Wednesday, they said four to six inches of snow. That's what uh, they said on the, the weather. You got Tom Skilling there, too. He's one of the great weathermen in the country. And now they're saying you that some, some areas may get two inches, up to two inches. So it might be yeah. a dusting. You know, I love Tom Skilling, but, I mean, I don't trust anyone until I can actually see it coming down. That's good policy. Not around here, at least. You know, uh, fake fake news, fake weather, fake sports. <laughs> Tonight at 11. That's right. That's what we depend That's right. on. That's uh, pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Uh, listen, Sloppy Worm, thank you for calling in. Is Michael uh, weighing in here? Michael. I've got something for Sloppy Worm. You got something for Sloppy Worm? Oh, yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> Don't excite me now. See, there it is, uh, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle All the Way in, uh, in uh, Spank, Spank Fest. That was just for you, Sloppy Worm. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't call in often, but when I do, it's always, uh, it's always interesting. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you uh, and to your Thank kids you. and your you grandfather. Too. Sorry about your father. But uh, have as great a Christmas as you can in Chicago, all things. The damn Canadians, uh, excuse me, the darn Canadians uh, with another one of their Arctic cold blasts. When will they start behaving like good neighbors? That's what I want to know. Thank you, uh, Sloppy Worm. You know, not everybody gets calls from Sloppy Worm in Chicago. That's one of the things that sets our humble radio broadcast apart from others. And we follow the weather very closely as well, (laughs) which is important. Uh, So we've got that. Now, um, (laughs) Sloppy Worm, we've got... uh, We've got, you know, there was a uh, decision involving transgender high school athletes. It was all wrong. Um, And uh, we're going to try to get to that today. Young girls, high school girls being deprived of, you know, like at Thomas Jefferson High School in Virginia, if you excel academically, you're punished for it. And if you fail academically, you're rewarded for it because there are no zeros. You automatically get 50 points for showing up. But if you get 100 points for working real hard, then the left-wing Democrat racist administrators punish you. And, uh, you know, and if you do very poorly, then they reward you because they don't believe in meritocracy. They don't believe in America. They don't believe in Western civilization. They're nutcases. Now, let's get to uh, Volodymyr Zelensky. Volodymyr Zelensky, because... He came to the United States and picked up a cashier's check for $44.9 billion. The point nine is $900 million. And a promise of sending Patriot air defense missiles, which 
require U.S. troop involvement. And we say we're going to take him to a country next door, Poland or something, and we'll train him, and then we'll send him over. But I'll bet a dollar that we're going to have U.S. troops there. And anyway, uh, Putin and Russia are going to see this as the United States waging war against Russia. And uh, yesterday there were people talking about World War III and, and all this crazy stuff. But we, uh, the news media, they love Vladimir Zelensky. The New York Times headline today is, Ukraine's Zelensky brings his olive green sweatshirt to Congress. It's uh, Mr. Zelensky goes to Washington and goes home with $45 billion additional U.S. taxpayer dollars. What a deal. And uh, and remember, we had that guy yesterday. He uh, said that he, uh, Jonathan, oh, let's go to some audio. Let's go to soundbite number one. John Meacham pretends to be um, a historian, and he's a Democrat uh, propagandist, and that's why he sits on MSDNC and says completely ridiculous things. Like, they, you know, they, they have no God. They don't like America. So they come up with these bizarro ideas, and they worship the strangest people. Zelensky is very much acting in the Churchillian tradition. Uh, Churchill didn't come to the United States uh, during World War II until December 1941, after both Pearl Harbor and uh, Hitler's declaration of war on the United States. Uh, It was at that point that FDR said to him, we're all in the same boat now. And it was a boat that, like Zelensky, uh, Churchill had been in largely alone. Yeah, he's Churchill. I wonder how much he drinks. Wonder a uh, yes, uh, uh, yes. I'm uh, drunk, madam. Um, but you are ugly, and tomorrow morning when I wake up, I'll be sober. So it's, I wonder was he telling jokes like Churchill? Because you know, then he's uh, Winston Churchill, and Churchill didn't even come to the United States until December of 1941. Well, that's when we actually got into the war. We had already been providing them all kinds of assistance across the Atlantic and so on, and uh, not until after. Um, and it's, he's Churchill. He's Churchillian. Uh, Meacham. This is, what you, this is what you get when you watch MSDNC. Winston Churchill, uh, who came in December of 1941 to spend Christmas at the White House, uh, running on cocktails and cigars, which is the way diplomacy should run, actually. Exactly. This is He is the model of this is how diplomacy should work. And then uh, yesterday I talked about this, this, this fake reporter, Jonathan Lemire, who uh, I think uh, pretends to cover the White House for the Associated Press or somebody, <clears throat> but really for the Democrat Party. He's a press release uh, writer for the Democrat Party. <clears throat> He's a fluffer, maybe a dominatrix for the Democrat Party. And yesterday, I was watching him on the television, and, and the Zelensky trip, he was tweeting from his airplane coming across the Atlantic saying, here I come, I'm going to ask for a lot of money. And it was on the front page of all the papers, and all the news media were talking about it. But somehow on MSDNC, the Associated Press White House reporter told us that the trip was a secret. Here, Simmons, I wanted to ask you uh, about how this trip, do you anticipate this trip being received in Moscow, the U.S. has been so careful to avoid uh, further provocation of Putin to anything that would trigger a larger response. How do we think Zelensky's mission, covert trip to yeah. Washington, is going to be received back at the Kremlin? His covert trip to Washington, which was widely announced. Uh, everybody watched him leave on the airplane. It was announced a week ago. Uh, the meeting with the president. He's tweeting while he's en route. It's on the front pages of all the newspapers. It was leading all the morning news broadcasts. And Jonathan Lemire, 
a, uh, an award-winning news reporter called it a covert trip. You know what that leads to, don't you? They use the words, but they don't know what they mean. He also said that uh, uh, Biden has been careful uh, not to, to provoke Putin by sending $100 billion in military aid to Ukraine and providing intelligence and training troops in countries next door and having small numbers of special operators in there. Uh, and uh, Russians are getting killed all over the place. But it's a, it's a secret. Boy. Now, Thoroughly Modern Millie is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and he played high school football with that transgender health department person, right? Good old what's-his-name with the uh, Department of Health transgender. He played high school football. Thoroughly Modern Millie did. And now he wants to have a transgender military, which uh, is uh, very open to BDSM and um, he is uh, he's a bit of a freak show, I think is what I'm driving at. You may remember Thoroughly Modern Millie. When this war started, what is it, 11 months ago now? He uh, coming up on a year, and we've already spent like $100 billion of our dollars, which we will never see any. The Biden family got a few million dollars from Ukraine for no-show jobs and things, and their friends got uh, those jobs too. But uh, boy, oh boy, is that paying off for Ukraine. Thoroughly modern Millie, he said that he expected at the beginning of the war that Russia would be, the Russian tanks would be rolling on Kiev in 72 hours, he said. And then a few, I think it was like two days later, 48 hours later, he came back and he had uh, revised and extended his uh, remarks. It's a bit early uh, still, even though we're a month plus into the war. Um, there is much of the ground war left in Ukraine. But I do think this is a very protracted conflict. Uh, and I think it's at least measured in years. I don't know about decade, but at least years for sure. Ah, uh, victory for the military-industrial complex. Remember the military-industrial complex? Uh, Dwight Eisenhower warned us about this. In the councils of government, we must car guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We also learned yesterday that the Pentagon, the military, the U.S. Central Command, uh, involved with Twitter up to their eyeballs doing uh, information, disinformation campaigns around the world in cahoots with Twitter. And we're just scratching the surface, and I have updates for you on that, too, because it's it's also, it's not just Twitter that our federal government has been, become corruptly involved with uh, in a George Orwell sort of way. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. The media loves Volodymyr Zelensky and loves giving away tens of billions of dollars to, I don't know, kill Russians or whatever it is. It's, it's going real well, but it's going to go on for years or decades. Now, the news media, again, they, they uh, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky is the new Winston Churchill. He is uh, he's the greatest leader in the history. And Joe Biden is like FDR. 
Following in the footsteps of British Prime Minister Winston Churchill, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky addressing Congress. And I think what Zelensky did by coming at Christmas, it rings back the thought of when Churchill was here. This Churchill. was historic. Uh, some people have compared it to when Churchill came. I just keep Such thinking propaganda. back to when Churchill came to the White House. It was at Christmas time. Setting out the Churchill standard, I think, for Zelensky to even be in that category says an awful lot. Churchill and Zelensky were both risking their lives in the trip to get here. Politicians and the press often toss around comparisons to Winston Churchill, but this time, minus the cigar and the whiskey, it fits. Zelensky is the symbol of resistance and the symbol of liberty mm -hmm. in the world. That's and in right. 1941, Winston Churchill was the symbol of resistance and See? the symbol of liberty. You're almost saying that Zelensky's had a harder job than Churchill had. That's yes. exactly what I'm saying. That's right. It's harder than, uh, honestly, Winston Churchill had a cakewalk compared to what Volodymyr Zelensky has. I, uh, it's really, it was much easier. That's, I did hear um, Michael Beschloss, the uh, former presidential historian, uh, trust fund baby, MSDNC, CNN darling. And he uh, it still might be my soundbite of the year from uh, Michael Beschloss uh, just a week before the midterm elections. What was at stake tonight and this week was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. We're on the edge of a brutal authoritarian system, and it could be a week away. That's if the Republicans won control of Congress in the midterm elections. A uh, brutal totalitarian system where your children will be arrested and quite possibly killed by the Republicans who are the pro-life party and the pro-child party. And we don't have the after-school Satan Club uh, you doing. We don't have the drag queen uh, story hour for the kindergartners. And, you know, the grooming, the grooming. Have they changed the definition of grooming on the online dictionary yet? i got to check that, I think. We've got Twitter and the FBI coming up. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.